This episode of Avocado and Honey is brought to you by Zenit Journals. Zenit creates custom wellness journals that makes it easier to journal and practice self-care daily. They offer many writing prompts for you to choose from, such as how can I be kind to myself or what can I let go of? Prompts like these will force you to self-reflect and that leads to self-accountability and you know that's what we about over here. Once you choose the writing prompts that speaks to you, Zenit will create and deliver your personalized journal. Use code HONEY for 20% off your first Zenit at zenitjournals.com. That's Z-E-N-I-T journals.com. Now let's start the show. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Samangie, and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast, where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. And if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. I went ahead and share how I plan on loving myself better. I realized that my actions recently or over the past couple like weeks haven't really showed the love that I have for myself. Um, And I want that to be I want everything that I do to represent the love that I have for myself in all living things. So I shared my plan on how I plan on getting back to myself and my experience with eating some chicken out here and all kinds of stuff. So be sure to check out the previous episode. Um, If you like that episode or any episode of Avocado and Honey, please be sure to share it with a friend, share it with someone you think will who will like the episode as well. Share it on social media. Just share it, you know, Um, in this podcast episode. I want to share with y'all my experience with the spiritual bath that I did just last night, as well as manifesting. You know, in the previous episode, I was kind of a kiki and laughing at how people were using manifesting and stuff on Facebook. So I thought it would be only right to share how I feel about manifesting, how I feel, how I manifest and, you know, shit like that. But before I get into spiritual baths and manifesting, I have an update on like my meat eating ways, y'all. So last night while I was making hair accessories and stuff, I was watching Goddamn Zoe. I love him, follow him on YouTube, follow him on Instagram, follow him on everything. And in his latest video, he was cooking a 28 pound alligator. Now I was watching it because I'm like, how the hell is he about to cook this big ass alligator in his regular kitchen? Like I just have never seen it before. Like I've never seen anyone cook alligator period. So I was just like, all right, let's see what this hitting for. So I watched it and after watching it, I'm like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be eating meat. (laughs) I know I keep like switching up, but you know, I'm doing what I feel like I need to do. It's all a part, you know, a part of the experience, a part of the journey, a part of learning who I am and what works best for me. And after seeing him slather this scanned alligator with seasoning and stuff it in the oven, I'm like, I don't know if I want to eat meat. Like, you know, like I said in the previous episode, the more I learn to love myself, the more I love myself, the more love I have for all living beings. Now, when I first went vegan, it was strictly to lose weight. I did not go vegan for the animals. I did it to lose weight. And then after my 30 day vegan diet, I guess my body just wouldn't it just wasn't accepting meat. Like if I ate meat afterwards, I would literally feel feel sick. So I just kept trying because I didn't want to stop eating meat that's just what it is and then eventually I stopped and then I came here and slipped up again so 
now I feel like it's time to give it another try. Like, I don't even think I want to deal with fish right now after seeing that. Like, it's just, it was really heartbreaking to see the alligator up there. So I guess now I would be going vegan for the animals. So maybe it'll be a different experience and maybe it'll be a little bit more easier for me to stick to it since, you know, I'm doing it for life. Yeah, there's that. Also, I want to share a highlight of my week, too. Um, I was out and about in these Atlanta streets. I was actually at Slutty Vegan, around Slutty Vegan area. And I ran into this um, this woman who was rocking some shell monies. And she probably thought I was weird as fuck. But I was just so geeked to see, to run into someone in a whole nother fucking city, a whole nother state. And they're rocking something that I created. So I seen Homegirl. And I was like, oh my God, is that shell monies? And she was just like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm shell monies. I created it. <laughs> oh man, it was so fun. And she was just like, okay, thank you. And she was like, okay, dope. Like, you got some some uh, hair accessories on you right now? Cause I grabbed some more. And I was like, nah, maybe I should keep some on me. But I just, I just thought that was great to share. Like it feels really good to run into someone who's wearing something that you created. Like, you know, the support is real. I love it. So if you want to rock some Shell Monies as well, head over to shellmoneys.store. It's S-H-E-L-L-M-O-N-I-E-S dot store. So yeah, we do have the lock gems, but we also have other hair accessories like hair clips. We have hair pins, headbands, hair rings. Um, I also make cowrie shell face masks. So all of the hair accessories are made with cowrie shells and crystals. So check it out and support your girl. If I see you on the street, you know I'm going to say something. <laughs> thank y'all. And every, thank y'all to everyone who has been supporting Shell Money's. Like the love is real and I am just so grateful. Like that was such a beautiful experience. Okay, so now let's get into this spiritual bath. So in the last podcast episode, I was just explaining how basically I want to move different. Basically, you know, I want to move different in my actions and just basically represent the love that I have for myself and represent and show the change that I've made within myself without falling back into my old ways of doing things. So I want, excuse me, this new way of doing things to be permanent is basically the gist of what I was talking about in the past episode. So it only made sense for me to want to do a spiritual bath. So, you know, with a regular bath, we're cleansing our body. With a spiritual bath, we're cleansing our spirit. So it made sense for me to want to do one. Like I felt like it was time for me to kind of reset the spirit, reset just everything and just be a new, like, you know, get up out the bath and be a new person. I want to be able to release everything that no longer served me, release all the old habits and everything. But like I said in a previous episode, we can do all these things, but if our actions don't represent the change that we want, then we ain't doing shit. So um, I felt like this was a nice little start for me. And it was, it's it's encouraging me to move different, you know? So that's why I did the spiritual bath. So let me explain all the things that I use and just my process and how I feel and just everything that I did um, in regards to the spiritual bath. And y'all, I know I say like, you know, you know a lot. I can't help it. Like, you know, <laughs> Um, maybe next month there'll be something else that I say repetitively, but for now it's, you know, like when I'm editing, um, the podcast, it's so hard to edit out all the, you know, so y'all just gonna have to get this, you know? <laughs> all right. So, 
with the spiritual bath. So I've done two spiritual baths um, in the past. In the past though, the baths have been a lot more elaborate than what I did last night. Like in the other baths, I used a whole bunch of herbs. I remember one bath I had like cinnamon sticks, rosemary, like literally the whole seasoning cabinet up in my tub. Um, so this time around, I wanted to keep it cute, keep it simple, keep it light, and just keep it like very intentional because that's how I feel. I feel like if you take a bath with just Epsom salt or something like that, if you have like set intentions for it, then it will be. So I feel like that was the most important thing and that was to set my intentions for the bath. And my intention was again to release any anything that's no longer serving me so releasing negative negative thoughts negative habits asking for clarity abundance and all that fun stuff so that was the purpose that was my intentions for this spiritual bath so i did a whole bunch of stuff online trying to see you know what simple things i could use for this bath i'll go ahead and share that with y'all the first thing i used was epsom salt um, because Epsom salt, you know, it helps, you know, people buy Epsom salt to use, like to release aches and pains and stuff like that. So it definitely does that still. Um, but in the spiritual realm, they say it helps detoxify your mind and spirit. And that's kind of the same thing with sea salt, which is what I used as well. Um, they say that sea salt use, um, is used to absorb energy. So it absorbs the negative energy. So the negative thoughts and negative feelings and things like that. I also added a couple drops of lavender essential oil because lavender is, you know, a stress reliever and it's the only essential oil I had, honestly. But yeah, so I wanted to put some lavender up in there. They also say it encourages like pure love. Um, I added some Florida water as well. People use Florida water um, to attract good luck and also protection. Florida, waters, Florida water is also used as like a spiritual cleansing. So it's only right to add it to the spiritual bath. And I was going to stop there, but right before I was about to like begin the bath, I found these roses that I got from Natty Chef, a.k.a. Danielle of Let's Talk Food. She was on the four year anniversary for avocado and honey. She had did like a pop up restaurant out in Brooklyn when I was still there. So I went to go see her and, you know, <laughs> grub a dub dub. Delicious food, of course. Everything is made with love if it's coming from her. So I already knew it was going to be bomb. But she had actually gave me some roses when I went there. And I guess I brought it out here to Atlanta with me because, again, I just like just so happened to find them um, in the middle of all my like crafts and stuff. Um, so I went ahead and add those to the bath. So that was like the only like herbs or flowers or whatever that I had in the bath. And you know, roses, they say brings luck and love. So with me, um, first and foremost, like I want to, I, my attention was to have more self love and then more external love. So I thought it was cool to have the roses. So it was cute, you know. So next I had got some candles um, because candles are part of the bath as well. And I had um, some white candles. So white candles, they say contains all the colors. So all the colors, if you put them together, it's supposed to make white, not black. I learned that um, only a couple years ago and I thought that was interesting, but um, white candle is used for like a spiritual alignment, healing, clarity, peace, protection. They say it assists with healing emotions, repels negativity, and promotes protection and new beginnings. 
um yeah that's why i use the white candle my friend always tells me to light a white candle too every time she tells me to light a candle it's always a white candle so that naturally i just wanted a white candle the other candle i used was a red candle um red candle was used um for quick action so if you want you know shit to happen quickly change to happen a lot quicker than normal they say use a red candle um i like red in general because it represents groundedness it's like the color of our root chakra and you know of course red naturally means like love and sex and all that and vitality so you can use it for that too i wanted to use a green candle as well for money 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 but i couldn't find any so i just used the white and red candles um, also lit an incense. Um, the incense that I have is the frankincense and myrrh. I use that one just because I love frankincense and myrrh. Um, I love the scent and it was the incense that I have. Um, those are all the things that I use. Also during the bath, like, you know, I have um, prepared some music. Um, but instead of just regular music, I also like played a guided meditation with like positive affirmations and stuff. So to prepare for the spiritual bath, what I did was I, of course, cleaned the bathroom. The bathroom definitely needs to be clean if you're going to be doing a spiritual bath. Um, I also took a shower beforehand. So I cleaned the bathroom, showered like a regular shower with like, you know, soap and stuff. Um, because the spiritual bath is not a regular bath. Again, it's just it's a spiritual bath. So it's not cleaning your physical body. So I cleaned my physical body beforehand cleaned the bathroom and then I got all my stuff ready so when I was pouring everything into the water um, I read somewhere that when you when you swirl right or even use your right hand that's used to ask for something like that's used for gaining things for things that you want like I think I'm saying that right. So like when you swirl to the right or use your right hand, you're supposed to use it for when you're asking for something. So if you're asking for like clarity, abundance and all that stuff, then you will use the right hand. And if you swirl to the left or use your left hand, they say it's used for things that you want to release. So if you want to release negativity, negative energy, negative thoughts, release whatever, anything that don't serve you, then you want to use the left hand when you're doing spiritual shit. So that's what I did, you know, did a couple swirling, set my intentions for the bath. And then I poured everything in, lit the candles, turned off the lights and light a candle. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got in the tub, played um, my meditation and I sat there and meditated for um, I think the meditation was like eight minutes and it was just saying a whole bunch of um, affirmations like I am worthy. I am this, I am abundance, I am love and all that. And then once the, uh, the guided meditation was over, you know, I just was thinking and saying like the things that I want to release in gang. So I was just saying over and over and over again. And then um, towards the end. So after the guided meditation, I put on some regular music. I think it was about like another like eight minutes. So the bath was about I was in the bath for about like 20 25 minutes they say you know do at least 10 minutes and no more than 30 minutes like you don't want to be in there all night no matter how good it feels and I use warm water by the way it was like a warm um, bath so I was in there for about like 20 25 minutes and I was just like you know just being like being present and just being very intentional with what I was doing um, it felt really good like you know it was extremely relaxing and then um yeah and I before 
the um, meditation and everything was over, I just kept repeating to myself, like, you know, I'm a new, I actually got that from YouTube video um, on spiritual baths, because, you know, I was doing my research beforehand. So it was just like, you know, I am a new, I am a new, because once I get out of that bath, you know, I want to let myself know that I am a new. So basically my actions need to align with this new person that I'm becoming. So again, we can do this all day. I can light candles. I can sit in the bath for a whole day. But if my actions, if I don't do the work, meaning if I don't put in the effort to make sure my actions align with the woman that I want to be, then I'm just going to fall back into old habits. So um, that's what I was just mentally preparing for. And then I hit the drain, let the water drain out. And I just sat there until all the water was out, got up, kind of did a little rinse off with the shower because I still had some rose petals and stuff on me. And, you know, after that, um, the spiritual bath, I was really just like encouraged to journal. So I thought it was really interesting because usually when I journal, um, I kind of just reflect um, on the day or whatever it is that I'm writing on, um, share how I feel and the things that I want to do, like, you know, regular journaling shit, journaling shit. And this time around, though, all I did was literally write down a whole bunch of shit that I'm grateful for. Like, I, that's all I wanted to do was just show gratitude um, for all the, everything that I have, everything that I, that's coming my way and everything that I've experienced. That's all I did. Like a whole page, just like naturally, just like I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this. And I just thought that was really beautiful. Because, you know, once you're grateful for shit, you get more of it as well. So that was my experience with the spiritual bath. And I feel like, you know, I want to continue to, like, make a spiritual bath a part of my self-care. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to do it every Sunday. Maybe, like, once a month or something. Because it's nice to be reminded. It's nice to have those spiritual reset because... We go through a lot of shit on the daily. As soon as we leave the house, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be some shit. And then you meet with other people and you just be in the vicinity of so many other energies. So you never know what's going on on the energy realm. So um, and then me being a people person, like I'm around a whole bunch of energies all the time. So I feel like this is a great way to, again, spiritually reset as much as I need to. So I'm definitely going to make sure I keep this a part of my self-care routine. Again, I probably won't do it every Sunday, but maybe at least like once a month. And then I think Hey Front Hey does it too. She does it a lot. She was actually the first person I heard um, talk about spiritual baths. Like every time she's around a whole bunch of people and just feel drained spiritually, um, she says that that's when she does like, you know, a spiritual bath. And if you keep it cute, like I did, you wouldn't have to worry about like cleaning up a whole bunch of shit afterwards. So if you keep it simple, um, or if you want to do the elaborate one every once and again, you know, definitely do whatever works for you. Um, but I feel like if I keep it simple, I will be able to keep up with it because cleaning up and having like messing up the drains and stuff will discourage me. But again, if I keep it simple, I would probably uh, or I will more than likely do it a lot more often. So I may, you know, just a little warning, I may turn into a little preacher real quick, but I want to talk about manifesting. Like, you know, I was making jokes or like not making jokes, but just like pointing out how people are saying manifesting and trying to replace manifesting with actually doing the work. So I kind of want to just elaborate more on what I feel manifesting is for me, manifesting even if you aren't aware of manifesting, you're manifesting. You know, you are the creator of your reality. So by you creating, how you create your reality is by manifesting. So 
in terms, I'll talk on both, like unintentional manifesting and intentional manifesting. So first, let's go with the intentional manifesting. So if you're working towards something, say an apartment, you're working towards manifesting an apartment. You know, you can do whatever spiritual thing that you feel you want to do in terms of manifesting. If you feel like you need to light a candle, if you want to journal and meditate on it, um, if you want to visualize, well, visualize is a very important part of it, actually. But if you want to do all those external things like light a candle and all that stuff, that's dope. But again, like I say all the time, you have to do the work. So uh, for me, when it comes to manifesting and creating your reality that you desire, I feel like there are three things. I think that are important it's like the trifecta so the first thing is setting the attention so again if you want to use something external like a crystal or a, a candle and all that like every tool that we use spiritually even with the tarot cards every tool that we use externally for spiritual reasons are just guiding us and giving us more strength to make it our reality it's not doing it for us so you can do those things set the intention so you set the intention by writing it down like you know you can say it um think it all that fun stuff create a vision board do whatever it is that you feel like you need to do to set the intention on what it is you want i personally like writing it down like erica badu say you write it down that shit turn real that wasn't verbatim but she said some shit like that so that's what i like to do i write it down um a couple times and then the next thing is thinking and feeling it so once you write it down, naturally, you're going to be thinking about it. Like, you know, because you're thinking about it while you're writing it down and then you need to feel it. So for me, in terms of like, let's say an apartment. So I wrote it down like, you know, I want an apartment, an apartment. And like I said, in a couple past episodes, I was honestly looking, I was cut, selling myself short and looking for like a one bedroom and a studio apartment. But deep down inside, I wanted a two bedroom apartment. So I guess unintentionally, that's what I was just focusing on, even though I was looking for other shit mentally and stuff. And physically, I was preparing for a two bedroom apartment. So you write it down and then now you're thinking about it and then you feel it. So you need to do whatever it is that you need to do for you to feel like you would feel what it, when you have whatever it is that you're looking to achieve, whether that's love, whether that's something physical you know, whatever it is, or spiritual, whatever it is, you need to feel like you already have it. So like for me, for example, when I was out looking at apartments and stuff, you know, once I once I found an apartment that was like, this is it, um, took a photo in the apartment. And then I was just like, in my mind, planning on how it would decorate it, how it's gonna feel with me having a creative room and then my own room, how it's gonna feel with me cooking in the kitchen. Like, you know, you do all of that stuff. Like, you know, you just wanna make sure you feel it. And the third thing is doing the work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to do the work in order to achieve it. So if I seen this apartment and I liked it, but I never put an application for it, then I'm never going to get it. You know, not, someone's not going to, no one's going to not, um, going to come and knock on my door and be like, here's the apartment you manifested. Like it doesn't work that way. I got to do the application process, do whatever the fuck it is that they're require, requiring, um, no matter how annoying it is or how frustrating it is. That's just a part of the process. Like I gotta, I gotta get it done if I want it you know what I'm saying so those are the three things that I feel like are important in terms of manifesting you know when it comes to love it could be a little bit tricky because 
Um, one, I'm only bringing up love because I feel like love is the main thing people want to manifest. But with love, I feel it's tricky because normally you tend to align with where you are. So you have to make sure. I know people say like, you know, you don't need to necessarily love yourself in order to receive love. But I feel like it's important for you to learn to love yourself so you can know the type of love that you deserve um, the type of love that you should want and the type of love that you shouldn't tolerate and, you know, things like that. So when it comes to love, I feel like we tend to attract what we want. And then when we get it, we realize that ain't what we want. <laughs> so we have to understand it's a process with love. Like, you know, it keeps changing and it's just experiences. You know, every time you're in a, an experience with someone else, you're learning about yourself. Like granted, you may find someone and it is everything that you've been asking for and it works out perfectly. That's beautiful. But for me and my experiences, it's tend to be, I get what I want. And then I'm just like, let me be more specific next time because this ain't it. <laughs> so that's in terms of love. So I kind of want to talk about unintentional manifesting because I feel like that's just as important as intentional manifesting so with me y'all know about y'all know about most of the shit that I've been through I've been through a lot of bullshit in my life and especially during my really extreme depressed years like when I went through the most like stressful and just crazy shit in my life like being robbed and all that shit like I was extremely depressed so kind of like what I said with the intentional manifesting, like, you know, you want to feel how you feel when you have the shit. So again, we are the creators of our reality, right? So with that being said, we create our reality sometimes without even knowing it. So if you are in a sad space for a long time, naturally, you're going to attract more situations that are going to give you that same feeling because the universe is assuming that like, that's what you want. That's what you're focusing on. So, hey, let's give her some more. Let's give her some more sadness. Let's give her some more stress. Let's give her some more anger. Like, you know, so that's why it's important for us to feel good and do the self-care so we can feel good. So we can attract more things that feel good. So if you're focusing mentally on something that you don't like, focusing on some hurt, focusing on stress, focusing on negative things that you don't want to experience again, naturally you're going to create more situations that's gonna give you that feeling. Because like I said before, the little trifecta is mentally focusing, thinking about what you want. So if you're thinking about all the shit that you don't want, naturally you're going to attract it because you're doing the work, the mental work to manifest it, you know? You're not, and then, by you feeling that way, naturally your actions are going to reflect that, like in terms of depression, like, you know, I've been depressed and, you know, it's still a battle to not be depressed. That's why I'm taking my self-care so seriously because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again because I don't necessarily think, you know, you can be cured of your depression. I just think you just work every day and just put your, your happiness in your feel goodness and as a priority like you your priority is feeling good so you don't have to fall deep into depression I'm not saying you know sometimes I don't feel good or whatever but it's never to the extent of how I was depressed in the past so again if you're 
depressed and you're feeling like you're thinking or mentally focusing on sad shit and who hurt you and how this person you know did some negative shit to you and you're just focusing on a whole bunch of negative shit naturally you're going to be more pessimistic naturally you're going to be more angry like everybody who got anger issues it's probably because they focusing on some anger shit and now they're unable to see the beauty in everything like I know y'all know someone who like you can tell them some great shit and they'll figure out how to find the negative in every single thing. You can fit you can see exactly where that person is mentally. Like, you know, people who move like that. So now you're verbalizing it. You saying negative shit. You're not appreciating nothing. You just hate everything. So now you're not only thinking it, you're saying it. You're feeling it because now you feel like shit because you're thinking it and you're saying it. So now you're gonna manifest some more shitty moments in your life. So that's what I mean when I say unintentional manifesting, because again, you are the creator of your reality, whether you like it or not. So whatever you focus on, whatever you giving your energy to on a daily, that's what you're going to get. So my whole thing was like, you know, back when I was depressed and stuff, I've been in that moment, in that negative zone for so long, my whole like worry was like how the fuck do I get out of this like how do I get out of this negative ass space like how do I start focusing on the positive like how do I fucking do this and it's not it's not easy obviously um I'm not saying any anything that everything that I say on this podcast that I feel like you need to do in order to achieve what you want to achieve I'm never saying it's easy it's a journey and it's just how bad you want it so back to um getting better thoughts so for me um the thing is you just have to correct yourself like you know you have to understand that nothing is gonna happen overnight you're not gonna wake up and be like I'm a positive person now you know it just it's just not realistic and you have to understand that even for you to start thinking negatively you have you went through some shit you know what I'm saying we weren't always always like negative we weren't born negative you experienced a whole bunch of bullshit that made you pessimistic you experienced a whole bunch of bullshit that made you start thinking negative because so many people let you down and whatever the case may be so you have to understand it's not going to be an overnight process to think positively but again like I keep saying you have to want to do the work you have to do the work in order to do so so the work in terms of getting your thoughts back to positive getting back to appreciating life and shit like that basically you just have to correct your thoughts when it happens so like if you think of something like I I correct my thoughts all the time still you know what I'm saying I'm human so like if you see something and Um, It's a negative experience and you want to say some negative shit or even about yourself. Let's actually that's a better example. So if you look in the mirror and like say, you know, you gained weight or whatever and you just don't like the way you look in the mirror. So you start saying negative shit. You just need to think again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think again. So if you think of a negative thought like, oh, I'm fat. Think again. I'm beautiful or, you know, I'm like I'm. I'm a work in progress, whatever the fuck you need to say in order to get yourself to a more positive thinking or just not think negative at all, say it. So you just need to think again. So if you think something negative, like, oh, I look fat, think again. You know what? I'm curvy. I'm vivacious. I'm a work in progress. Like, you know what I'm saying? Learn to appreciate whatever it is. So like for me, in terms of weight loss, um, what I realized is that once I really love like my little my little gut and <laughs> all the like and like 
imperfections of my body is when I notice change happening. Like this past year, this year alone is I feel like I've gotten the smallest I've ever been in my life. Like weight loss has always been a part of my journey since my whole life. Like I've always been overweight. So um, once I finally just accepted my gut, like accepted, like, you know what, girl, you look good with that gut at all, like period. So once I really start to accept it, and continue to work out, eat right, and all that stuff. That's when I realized my gut got smaller. And I was like, oh, shit. All I have to do is love this gut and it'll go away. <laughs> but, you know, you can't trick yourself either. So keep that in mind. You can't trick yourself into doing shit. You can't trick yourself into thinking you love it. Because you know you're, you, can't, you can't trick yourself. So you can't just say, like, oh, I love it. I love it. And then you, have, and then you think that, you know, it's just going to happen. But if you continue to do that, maybe eventually you will actually love it, you know. But... In terms of like, let me try to do another example. Like, okay, so I remember one, like being in New York, like getting on the train, like if I was like in a, a weird mood, like if I were to um, get on the train and somebody would bump me, um, I used to really think negative. Like I used to be really, really angry. Like if I was having a bad day already, I'd be like, oh great, now this, this and that. So I would literally have to check myself. Like, you know, it's a whole bunch of people in this fucking train. <laughs> one, let's start there. I'm sure it wasn't intentional. It's just a whole motherfucking, it's a whole bunch of people on this fucking drain. Like, that's just it, what it is. Why are you taking it to heart? Another example is like when it comes to money. So, you know, we could think like, I'm broke or whatever it is. Like, I don't like saying that. It was hard for me to even say it now. But like, you know, when you say shit like that, you're going to again, keep creating that reality. So if you have that mindset, like, you know, if you don't have money for a certain amount of time or whatever, and you think that, I'm broke or I don't have any money. I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't. Another way to do, to rethink that is like, you'll think that thought because naturally it'll happen because that's how you've been thinking. So to recheck those thoughts, you can be like, you know what? Money is on its way to me. Like, you know, money is almost on its way to me. Money is fucking energy. It, it's it's going to be back around. So when you just re like rethink it, think again like every time you have a negative thought you have to do the work to correct those thoughts because those negative thoughts are not you so that's how you eventually get back to thinking positive and appreciating life and I know when you're depressed or in a sad space it's so hard to do it so that's why I keep saying the work like the work make it seem like work but it, it feels like work especially if you're depressed trying to come out of that so if you're in these negative spaces you have to do the work you have to actively correct those negative thoughts when they come don't wait don't have a negative thought and then you know what have a negative hour and then try correcting it the next hour you need to correct those thoughts immediately as soon as you have a negative thought correct it correct and if you can't figure out the good in that think about something else that's good like if you can't think about the fact that you don't have any money right now focus on them cute ass flowers across the street like you know what i'm saying focus on something that's going to give you a good feeling because again what you focus on is what you attract so I'll stop preaching there, y'all. The collection plates is going around. Be sure to, I'm just joking, but um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, it was important for me to talk about manifesting a little bit since I was low-key talking shit in the past on um, the previous episode. So that's what I do in terms of um, how I check myself, how I, you know, manage to stay positive. And when I'm not feeling as positive, that's how I get back to feeling positive because it's all in your mind, like, you know, mentally. And then when you say it, and then when you put action towards it, you manifest it, whether you want to label it good or bad, you are the creator of your reality, you manifest 
and create your reality and that's just period so again i do want to say before i wrap this up it's like i understand that you can't control what other people do to you like you can't control what other people's actions that's period but the one thing you can control is how you react and i just want to remind y'all that all your all the situations that you go through do not make you who you are only you can determine that so i just want to share that with y'all and i'll just go ahead and wrap it up here thank y'all for listening um also you know be sure to follow avocado and honey on all social media platforms at avocado and honey if you're interested in me personally and my selfies and shit follow me at underscore smangie s-m-a-n-g-i-e-e also follow shell monies if you're into hair accessories even if you ain't got no hair we got headbands for you head accessories <laughs> follow shell monies at s-h-e-l-l-m-o-n-i-e and i know i'll be going on tangents and stuff i really hope this was you know made sense and all that shit if y'all y'all know y'all can always reach out to me via email at avocado um avocado and honey at gmail.com and also in the dms i'm mainly on instagram but i'll eventually get to all the dms so yeah thank y'all for listening thank y'all for being on this journey with me continue to drink your water so we can continue to grow together i see y'all next week